0: to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching.
1: And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there. You
0: can't see the spinach in your own teeth.
1: And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense. Hey, Karen, today's the day. It is. What day is that, Jen. It is the day that we had
0: promised that we would bring a four-step process all around emotional intelligence as it relates to problem solving. This is the theme for the month of problem solving. And today we're going to give you some tips, tricks, and techniques on how
1: to be able to work with it. Exactly what Jen just said. And, and, and you know what, Jen, I I think that I'm even going to, so there's, there's, we're going to talk about four steps. But even before the four steps that we talk about, every we I think that there's like a pre-four step. <laughs> what I mean by that is I think that it's really important to have the awareness, right? The awareness of all of everything having to do with emotional intelligence is really, really important. So we need to have the pre-setup. You need to become just aware of your emotions and you just kind of pay an attention to what's actually happening. So that's your little pre thing. So what we want to do is we want to give you the overview of the four
0: steps, and then we're going to talk about each one. So Karen, what are the four highlight
1: steps before we di- uh, dive deep? So what we're going to do is we're going to identify our emotions, right? First thing, really important to identify them. Then, after we identify them we really want to understand them now that we're starting to get a little bit more comfortable a little bit more understanding them the third thing we want to do is we actually want to do a little bit of a jedi trick here and what it is is we're going to apply the opposite to the emotions so hang with us here because it's going to be fun and then the fourth thing what we want to do is we want to manage our emotions and when i say that i don't mean like hide them, put them in a box and throw them in the garage somewhere, but to really, really be able to manage them.
0: I love it. So on that note, Karen Sullivan, take us into identify.
1: All right. So what we're going to do as far as identifying your emotions, this, this allows you to identify what you're feeling and then determine what's actually happening for you. Right. So it's really taking that time out. Like when emotions start to happen and we feel them all day long. Right. So if you think about it, we have like 80,000 thoughts that happen for us a day. Right. Now our emotions, we don't necessarily have 80,000 emotions that go with them, but being able to identify what's really going on for you. Am I happy? Am I sad? Right. Am I aggravated? Am I mad? Or, you know, all the different, am I excited? Am I pumped up? And, understanding what's the emotions that are really happening for me some people have a little bit more of a flat line to that and a little bit more even keeled other people are a little bit more emotional and express their emotions a little bit different so it's really really being able to identify what's happening for you what's going on when you have that thought like what are the emotions that are attached with with that
0: I love that care. So that, cause there's such a wide range of it, right? And often we stop at happy, mad, glad, or sad, right? And really there's so many different elements and layers of emotions that are out there. So uh, as we talk through this, i want to identify, let's say somebody has a situation and they've identified three emotions. Those three emotions are frustration, sadness, and confusion frustration sadness and confusion and then we can use that those three emotions as we talk through each of these steps but you have to be able to identify what is it that I'm feeling right now what else am I feeling and what else so I love that care so why don't you move us into step number two about understand and we'll go from there
1: well I think that that's a, a huge part of it you need to understand what's going on right what kind of emotions are you experiencing right what's wh- why you're experiencing whatever it is that you're experiencing uh, what happens when it is that that's when you're experiencing the emotions what what do you do so what happens when does these things actually happen and and it's funny Jen because when you're talked about the frustration and the sad and the confusion, what popped up for me was, what does frustration feel like? And, and I think that that's really important because frustration for me can feel very different than frustration for you, right? Sadness for me might feel different than sadness for you. So I think that while we're doing this, you know, after we identify, we really need to understand like, what does frustration feel like? And I think that it can mean different things at different times. Like, so sometimes frustration for me can be like, I just want to bang my freaking head against the wall, right? Other times frustration can, meet, can be the preliminary <laughs> step before I get pissed off. So being able to really identify what that emotion is and to really understand what's going on is insanely important.
0: You know, a couple other things about understanding because I love that you said that, right? So even asking yourself, asking your clients some of these questions like what's creating the frustration? What feels confusing? Um, What is the undercurrent of sadness that's happening here? How are your own expectations about where you should be affecting the way that you feel. So there's so many ways to understand, um, the emotion. What's the value that is being honored here? What's a common theme, right? So if it's frustration and sadness and confusion, if you were to put a theme around all three of those emotions, what would it be? So I love that care. I think the more that we can understand it versus judge it, just understand Why is this here? What is the message? What does this tell me? You know, if I was to look back at this situation five years from now, what was the value of
1: having gone through that? Right. What did you learn? Right. Because that's the thing. Emotions give you information, right? They give you messages and it's asking yourself, what am I learning about myself? What am I learning about life? What am I learning from these emotions as I get to experience them?
0: So I'm going to take us forward on step three, which is about applying the opposite. So this is, what did you call it? A Jedi master trick? <laughs> yeah, something like
1: that. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I love it. But it's true. So one of the things is once we can identify the emotions, right? So we identified frustration, sadness, confusion. We understand it, like what's a common theme. And there's actually, there's not a lot of power in those three emotions right? They may feel powerful in terms of our experience of the emotion, but in terms of giving away power, maybe that's a theme that's there. Applying the opposite is to help you gain some objectivity on the situation, the stimulus, the trigger that has caused this to happen. So what we mean by that is asking, what would a calm person think about this situation? right? How would a happy person respond to this situation? Um, what kind of clarity is needed for this situation? And you're taking the opposite of what it is that you're experiencing. And that is what it totally ties into problem solving. Because remember, the problem the view of it being a problem, the thought about a situation, a stimulus, a a situation, I said that situation, the thought of that has created these emotions, which is viewing things as a problem, right? So if we were to, like we said in our last episode, is if you take the objectively say, what is the situation? How would a calm person solve this? How would what clarity is needed to be able to solve this? How would a happy person approach this? And then all of a sudden, it gives you more data and um, and resources to be able to go into the problem-solving mode. And that is what we mean by applying the opposite.
1: You know, Jen, I, I, another thing that I like to do with this is is somebody that is completely different than I am. Um I I like that like almost pulling personalities in also. So somebody that's completely different than me is how are they going to apply, you know, wh- how are they going to show up? What is it that they're going to actually do? You know, in this situation, if you had if they had stuff thrown at them, what would they do? And And I I think that that allows you to see things so much different and it causes you to give yourself that, you know, almost that time out. Say, okay, great. How would this person see this? You know, you're going to see it different than I'm going to see it, right? I'm going to say right? Joanne is going to see it different than, than we would see it. So being able to understand and to be able to see like, okay, great. There's a boatload of different ways that people are going to understand, perceive, and do anything with this problem that's happening because the emotions are all different.
0: I love it. All right, Sullivan, take us
1: home with step number four. And the final piece of this puzzle is managing your emotions, right? And this, again, like I said earlier, this does not mean you put them in a box or them in the garage and say, we're done with them. And it doesn't mean that you, you know, if you're upset that you hide, you're crying until you you know, somebody leaves, but it, it lets you determine what's happening for you and gives you the ability, right? So in calling that timeout, what's happening right here. And it allows you to have the ability to solve the problems that are, because you're understanding them a little bit more. It's having the conversations with yourself, like we just talked about, identifying really understanding, bringing in those opposite things or what are all those things that are going on with all those questions that you're asking yourself, it's what's, how do I bring, and we talked about this, right? How do I bring my reality testing in to see what's really happening for this problem that's going to actually help me manage my emotions right now? And really being able to understand all of the things that are happening because once you can understand a lot of this, right, you're going to be able to manage them a lot more. And again, guys, I don't want you to think that when I say manage emotions, it means to compartmentalize them or anything like that. We want you to feel them, right? We want you to be angry. We want you to be sad. We want you to be whatever that actually is and then just get information from that and not let the emotional runaway train take you somewhere that you don't want to be.
0: I love it. There you go. Four steps. Identify, understand, apply the opposite, and manage. So on that note, Karen, uh, um, I think we're going to go ahead and end this, but we're going to remind people if you wanna get certified in the EQI 2.0 assessment, which is all about understanding and helping your clients with their emotional intelligence, our next certification course is coming up on November 4th, 5th, 11th, and 12th. It is completely virtual. You too can be a part of it and we wanna get you registered so that you can see your own emotional intelligence. To check out the information, go to kickstartyouredge.com slash EQI.
1: Take care hey everybody thanks for listening to the kickstart your coaching edge podcast craving more in-depth discussions check out the get real inner circle with our no bs in crowd of coaches
0: join live coaching discussions breakdowns of coaching calls and have some fun
1: while you're at it you're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle it's time to get real